0: Patience. Who here thinks they have a lot of patience? That's what I thought. Um, I can actually say without a doubt, I have a ton of patience. I have a lot of patience without pride, without lying. I have probably more patience than anyone in here, except maybe Jack, um, who works uh, at a. No, okay, no, I have more. Um, I work in physical therapy. I got all sorts of patients. I got knee patients. I got shoulder patients. I got back patients, neck patients, foot patients. I got tons of patients. Um, But if we're talking about the other kind of patients, if we're talking about the one where, like, I don't get something that I want when I want it, or, like, the kind of patients that's like, oh, I have to put up with this person that rubs me the wrong way that I just, like, don't even have the patience for, Yeah, that type of patience that I need to work on. And let me clarify two things before you get too far into this. Uh, That some of you might be sitting here today and being like, "Yo, Matt, I do have a lot of patience." I mean, like, you should see me with like I could be in school. I could, I can wait. I can really, really wait. Like, uh, my papers due tomorrow, and I've waited this long. (laughs) No, patience is not procrastination. Where procrastination is comfortable, right? Pushing off something that's uncomfortable. Patience is painful. And oftentimes pushing off something that might seem comfortable. So like, what do you what do you procrastinate with? Actually, what what's things that you guys procrastinate with? Anybody? Laundry, Laundry that's a good one. Dishes. Dishes, yeah, paperwork. for sure. What? Paperwork. Pa- paperwork. Oh my paperwork for your job. Taxes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Procrastinating on taxes. That's what I'm talking about, Luke. Um, What was it? Inspection. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wait until it's due. Right. And then be like, yo, I need it immediately. Yeah. Procrastinate on procrastinating. I'm going to have to think about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, for me, that list uh, might look similar to you guys'. It might look like going to the doctor. Um, you know, like I went to the dentist this year. Shout out to me, actually, Emily, for scheduling that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just kind of pushed that off. I just kind of kept pushing that off for six years. Um, but I went. They say six months. I just got the second part wrong. Uh, yeah. Answering emails, texts, cleaning, like many of you guys said. That's, that's not called patience, that's called procrastination. Um, some examples of things that maybe you have to be patient with is like if you have a broken arm and that's healing, you have to be patient with that. Or like if you text that girl or guy, right, and you're, you're like just staring at your phone, and you're like, do I double text? Do I send, we, we know you do. We know you send the double text, right? Because you're just not patient, you're not waiting for that patiently. Um, kind of like sex before marriage being patient, you know, waiting uh, that leads me to my second point though because I, I think it's very important not to confuse patience with waiting those are, those are two things that, that they don't have to go together um, you can be waiting for something but not being patient not waiting patiently uh, just because you're waiting doesn't mean that you're doing it patiently. Uh, there's a common phrase that people use when they're, when they're waiting really unpatiently, um, and it goes like this, it goes, they say, I've been patiently waiting, right? Yeah, you sound real patient, don't you? And then they go on to say about how mad they are that they've had to wait this long. Yeah, you've been waiting doesn't mean you've been waiting patiently. And uh, guess what? If your arm's broken, we'll use that example, uh, there's going to be waiting. Like, you don't get the choice. You don't get to be like, okay, I can either let it heal, or I can just be better. No, 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 no. There's going to be waiting. You don't decide if your arm's broken anymore. You have to wait for it. Now you do get to choose the attitude in which you wait for it. You get to decide if when you break your arm, you're going to wait patiently for it to heal, or if you're going to be down in the dumps, if you're going to complain about it constantly. And I've seen both. I've seen plenty examples of both of those scenarios. I guess the other example could be the sex before marriage. You can wait, but that doesn't mean that you're waiting patiently. You can you not have sex before marriage and you can honor each other and be patient and you know want to want to honor God and your spouse that way and you can do that patiently or you can do it in a way that is full of lust and full of like hate for your spouse for making you do that and in a way that involves porn you can do it patiently or you can do it unpatiently they're still waiting you just get to choose the attitude that you're going to wait in So let's pray, and then we'll jump into patience. Dear God, thanks again for this group, for the young adults and just being able to be here. Um, I pray that you give us patience. I pray that you give us wisdom and uh, just let us love you more and more the more we learn about you and help us to grow to be more like you. Help us to grow together and um, just let let me speak your words. Move me out of the way and speak what you want, uh, and help everyone to hear what you want them to hear, regardless of what I say, but that, that you would speak to them. Amen. Uh, so if you haven't been here for the last eight weeks, um, know that we're, in a, we're at the tail end of a wisdom series, where um, we're going through mostly the book of Proverbs, which is a book of like wise sayings um, that was written mostly by a man named Solomon, who is known to be the wisest man, the wisest king that was on the earth. Um, Obviously, I don't think that's um, comparing him against Jesus, but every other man. Uh, And today we're going to look at a verse from Proverbs, and we're also going to look at a verse from Ecclesiastes, which was also most likely written by Solomon. Um, So first one, Proverbs 15.8. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. I'm going to read it again. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. And then uh, Ecclesiastes 7, 8. The end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. So in these wise sayings, if you haven't noticed yet, something that I really enjoy doing and looking at and talking about is I love comparing what they're talking about in the wise sayings because oftentimes there's a, this is better than that. And we see that in, in this verse In both of these verses, we see that they're throwing two things on a scale and I'm not an artist, but, um, that's a scale, right? You get it. Maybe there's something in the middle here. And there's two verses, so we're going to make two scales. And what are they comparing? In Proverbs, they're comparing, obviously, what we're learning about. If you're patient. And they say that one, that one who is patient calms a quarrel. And what do they compare that against? But a hot-tempered person. So on the other side of the scale, we're going to put temper. So on one side we have patience, on the other side we have a hot temper, and it's clear that the the patience is better than having the hot temper, that the one creates conflict and the other calms it. And then in Ecclesiastes we have a similar concept where they bring two things. They say patience is better than pride. So the two things on this scale, it's patience and it's pride. And we see over with the patience and the hot temper that, like, these are, these are the two things on the scale, and they're two opposing things. They're opposite. Like, there's no such thing as a patient, hot-tempered man, right? Like, that's not a way you would describe somebody. Like, oh, they're, they are really angry. They're super hot-tempered. They'll snap. But they're really patient about it, right? Like, super patient person. No, those don't live together, and then on the scale over here, we have the patience and pride, which doesn't feel quite as opposite to me, um, but I think that as we, as we dive in, we're going to see that they really are on opposite sides of the scale, like Ecclesiastes 7 puts them and, and compares them to each other. I think we're going to find that just like there's not a patient, hot-tempered man, there's also not going to be a patient, prideful man. So I wanna talk about three different things that we need to be patient with. Things where we need to choose patience over a hot temper, where we need to choose patience over our pride. Um, And the first one of those things uh, is others, other people, everybody else, anybody that's not you. um, You need to be patient with them. And like, whoa, isn't that hard? Because like, I could say to you, you need to be patient to that one person. You know the person I'm talking about? Of course you do. Maybe it's not a person, maybe it's a group of people, but unless it's just me, don't we like, I say that one person, you got to be patient with that one person that you don't want to be, but don't they just come to mind? Like, aren't we already thinking about that person that just tries our patience and you know, for a second, it's like, no way, not them. Like, no, Matt, you're not talking about this person or these people. It's not even my fault. They just try me too much. They want to be on my nerves. They don't want me to be patient. Matt, if you knew this person, you'd understand. Yeah, that's the person I'm talking about, that person. Um, but not just that person, but everybody else as well. And, uh, and listen to this, though, because I think this is important. Just like you can wait without patience... Just because you're tolerating them, putting up with them, just because I'm tolerating and putting up with that person in my mind doesn't mean that you're being patient with that person. doesn't mean that I'm being patient with my people that just try me so much. Um, Another verse here from Thessalonians 5.14. uh, It says, And we urge you, brothers and sisters warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone. You see, patience is an attitude that has to be behind our actions. Um, In this verse, we see really practical things that we need to do. We need to warn people, we need to encourage people, we need to help people. Um, But then at the end, it's be patient with everyone. Who? Everyone. And you can help somebody without patience. You can do them a favor and do it without patience. Um, you can encourage somebody and do it without patience. And I know this because I've done this. Um, I had a, a patient. There's a lot of uses of the word patient here, so bear with me. But I had a patient one time. He had a total knee replacement, and every day, this patient would come into my work, complain about the same thing, um, ask the same questions. Like, if you don't know this, total knee replacements are, they're going to be swollen for a year. Like, up to a year, you're going to have swelling in your knee, and that's okay. It's normal. It's just what's going to happen. Um, and every day, this patient would come in and be like, I don't get it. My knee, it's so swollen. It's tight. Like, is this, is this normal? When's this going to go away? And every time I'd be like, oh, that's super normal. Like, yeah, like, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it makes sense that it's tight. You just had a knee replacement. It's going to be swollen for a year. And, right, like, we were being very educational, very encouraging. We were helping them. Um, and then one day she came in, and maybe I was in a bad mood. Who knows? Uh, but she asked why her knee was tight, why it was swollen, when it would go away. And I responded, even though the day changed, the facts stayed the same. And I probably shouldn't have said that, like, to be fair. Like, that's, a, that's not a nice thing to say to somebody. Like, I was just, I had it with her, though. And you know why I said that? Because even though I was helping her, even though I was encouraging her, I was doing it without patience. I wasn't having patience with her. To, to go through it with her day after day. But we're called to be patient. With who? Everyone. So I want to take a look at these scales over here and see what needs to be removed from our relationships and um, replaced with patience. To get us to patience, um, and obviously we need to remove our temper, our hot temper, and we need to remove our pride. We have these these two things in our relationships when we have these two things in our relationships hot temper and pride in our relationships friendships coworkers that one person that group of people that you're thinking about patience doesn't exist there think about your temper being on a stove and when something's bothering you and you snap when your temper just gets to the boiling point your patience is evaporated it's no longer there and even when somebody else has a temper, when they're just steaming, I encourage you not to cook on their burner. Just because somebody's temper raises, raises, that one, um, doesn't mean that you need to elevate your own. If I have two pots of water, I have four burners on my stove, and I put a pot on one burner and a pot on the other, I put water in it and I turn one of the burners on, What's going to happen? The one's going to boil, and what's going to happen to the other one? Nothing. Because it's controlled by its own knob. Don't cook on someone else's burner whenever they have a hot temper. Now on to pride. Um, You know, when you think that you're superior to someone, when your times are valuable than somebody else's, I think what that pride does is it takes up a lot of room. When pride walks into a room with you, there, there isn't going to be room for things like patience, humility, love. When your focus is so inward, so on yourself, there's no way you're going to have the right attitude about people that are outward. Earlier this week, Emily asked me what the message was about, and my hand is actually under a blanket, but I, w- I was going to go like this. Uh, and then I realized I was like Oh, that's a peace sign that, that doesn't mean patience does it that means peace and I thought about it though and I really like it and you know why not to mean peace but to remember this it's not about you it's not about you sacrifice your pride and let patience in never about you. You're always second. So the first thing is that you need to be patient with others, patient with everyone. And the second thing that I want you to be patient with is yourself, you. And uh, trust me, you're going to need it if you didn't know that yet, or at least I need it. And I hate to compare myself with Job, who's a person in the Bible that had all sorts of loss, all sorts of pain, um, far more than what I've ever had, far more than what you've ever had, and most likely will ever have. And if you don't believe me, go ahead, and you're not familiar with the story, um, turn in your Bibles to Job. It looks like it says Job, it's J-O-B, read it, and if I'm wrong, come tell me how you've had boils all over your body and lost everything. Um, so even though we don't struggle just like he did we don't suffer just like he did I do think there's something that we all share in common with Job Um, and that's that we struggle to be patient with ourselves uh, in our own life in our own struggles in our own health Job 6.11 says what is my strength that I should wait and what is my end that I should be patient. He asks, what is my end? Like anyone ever wonder that? Anyone of you ever like, just in your life, you're like, what's going on? What is my end? Like, where am I going? What's the final product? Like, I don't know where I am right now. I just feel like I'm grasping and like, where am I going? Can I just, what is the end? Why can't I see where life is going? When you can't see the end of a fight you're in, when you can't see the end of a sickness you have, when you can't see the end of depression, the end of anxiety, the end of addiction, the end of a sin that you're struggling with, like what is my end? For what reason should I be patient? We can't see the end. But God's word gives us promises that, that we can see, that we can hold to. And maybe it's not a twenty twenty vision of what our end's going to be, of where we're going to end up. But when we can't see the end, when we're crawling around in the dark, we can cling to those promises. We can have just a glimpse of our end, of where we're going. Promises to those who love him to receive the crown of life, the crown of righteousness. Inherit the kingdom. Know that all things work together for us. And uh, I think it's important to know that the promises you don't read in the Bible aren't going to come to you in the time that you need them. So think about that for a second. If you're not reading the Bible, if you don't have... God's Word open, and seeing what His promises is, see what He has for you in the end, if you're not reading that, don't expect to know it. Don't expect that when you're in a dark room, you don't even feel like you can pick something up. Don't expect those promises to come to your mind. you got to be in it. It's a lot easier to be patient when you have a glimpse of what your end looks like. When you know what it is you're waiting for, when you know what it is you're suffering for, it's so much easier to be patient. So, one, we have to be patient with others. We have to be patient with everybody. Two, we have to be patient with ourselves, Removing your pride and temper and remembering, you're not number one. It's not about you. And lastly, and uh, probably the most important reason that you need to be patient with everybody, and you need to be patient with yourself, I need to be patient with myself, is because God is so patient with you, with me, with everybody else. Every day we wake up and go through our day sinning, right? Like separating ourselves from God, and every day... God forgives us. He loves us. He holds us in his hand. Quick to forgive. Quick to love. Quick to be patient. Follow his example. Be patient with others. Be patient with yourself. And one more thing I want you to be patient with. And to find out what that is, you're going to have to be patient and uh, find out next week because that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, and in just a second, we're going we're gonna to break up into discussions and we're going to pray for each other. Um, the oh. first question is Where can you exchange your pride and your temper for patience? And what areas, what does that look like for you? And second, why do people need to be patient with you? Because I think when you realize how patient people have to be with you, how patient people have to be with me, I think it makes it a lot easier to be patient with other people. Those are the questions. And then, as always, you can pray for each other. Uh, After I pray, feel free to split up into groups of uh, three or four. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises that when we can't see our end, when we're suffering and, and we wonder why should we even be patient, That we can hold fast to your promises. That we can hold fast to your truth and your word. I pray that you draw us near to that. I pray that we can be patient with everybody. Not just our friends, not just our family, but everybody. Even that person, even those people that are so hard to be patient with. Just like you're patient with them, I pray that you increase the patience in us. Take our pride, take our temper, give us patience. Let us remember it's not about us. We're second, or even after that. It's not about us. Remind us of that. And then I also pray that we're all patient with ourselves. Where sometimes we're our own worst critic and we beat ourselves up over things... I pray that we see the patience and the love that you give us and that if we're doing wrong, we'd repent from it and that we'd be patient with ourselves as we're growing and learning to be more like you. Give us patience with each other. Give us patience with ourselves. Give us patience with everybody. Amen.